solo te va a lastimar y yo quiero enamorarte y ser tu ángel guardián y yo seré el demonio el que te hace pensar muchas cosas malas el que te hace caer y te ha de enseñar mil cosas en la cama Spanish neighborhood. Oh. Is that the sound that you hear on a Saturday night? Yeah, that's what it sounds like, I guess. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you understand it? <laughs> well, I'm not really debating. Uh, what, what does it mean to no longer debate? You're not tossing things over in your mind or... There's no debate going on. This next poem, I'm reading from the poetry of David Smith from two years ago. Posted two years ago, July 12, 2019. These are pre-pandemic. It's it's BC. It'd be before coronavirus. So, So that's... B.C. in the B.C. It's 2019 B.C. Oh, that's before coronavirus. Yeah, and there was no longer any debate going on in my head. Poem. These are from David Smith, 208.wixsite.com blog. Read poems read by the author. When you meditate, you don't get up to have a debate. Yeah, but rather to just go into that alternative state. (laughs) Oh, so you're not, uh, you're not philosophizing or you're not, uh, you're not thinking about, uh, about issues up, up for grabs uh, in a debate, uh. When you meditate, you don't get up to have a debate. Or rather to just go into that alternate state. Yeah, you just, uh, you just flat out do Simran and don't think, uh, okay. It is more like just traveling. You you stop thinking why you are going there. Yeah, there's no debate about what, why you're doing it or where you're going or nothing. You stop thinking why you are going there. You can be content just being a yogi, okay? So you just sit there contented like a dead tree stump. <laughs> you're just a piece of, you're just a, a sitting machine or something. You can be content just being a yogi. It is a matter of having free passage and a third eye active. In past modern times man not only practices yoga and post oh in post modern times are we in are you in post modern times oh yeah you might be you might be in oh yeah I'm in post modern times so I don't know about the rest of people but I'm in post modern times oh you're in the but I thought modern times wasn't over. Are you in the future somewhere? Or are you out of time? Or if you run out of time, uh, yeah, I run out of time. I don't have any time left. Uh, I don't have any karma hardly left. And so I don't have hardly. I thought you had a lot of that karma. So why uh, do you have any fate karma? Or? Oh, I must have, or I probably cease to exist. <laughs> I thought you had a lot of bad karma. I had to meditate a lot. Yeah, I do. So, in postmodern times, man not only practices yoga, but is enlightened. Oh, okay. So, you're saying that in postmodern times, man is enlightened. Huh? The solution is still not very widespread. Yes, I guess the solution 
the world's problems is still not very widespread. With so many people in meditation, the streets have become empty. Oh, you're talking about uh, the postmodern times, right? You're not talking about... Are you talking about the pandemic, what's going to come? or Because this poem is in pre-pandemic. Are you talking about the pandemic or are you talking about post-modern times? With so many people in meditation, the streets have become empty. <laughs> wow. So it wasn't coronavirus, it's in post in the... You're talking about the future or the... You said post-modern times. And I thought the current time was modern times. So. And you didn't even read that book, Modern Times, yet. Or you hadn't obtained that book. Modern Times is the name of a book. But that's more about economics, I think. With so many people in meditation, the streets have become empty. <laughs> Reproduction has gone out of fashion. Oh, you're saying uh, having children. Well, they said that might, uh, that happens naturally when there's high, uh, when there's, uh, I think during difficult economic times or something, uh, people naturally cut back on children, I think. Reproduction has gone out of fashion. You can obtain mercy or grace by just being persistent eventually. To sit still without a disturbance constitutes the sublime, as would agree a Buddhist monk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the group Buddhist monks might, uh, actually it just says a Zen Buddhist. I might, I think, I don't know, I thought they might agree with some of my, some of my sitting uh, practice this procedure, so my, my, uh, my, uh, concept of, uh, enlightenment is just sitting still. Yeah, well, that's all that's really observable in your, in your new postmodern times. <laughs> to sit still without a disturbance constitutes the sublime, as would agree a Zen Buddhist. The motionless nature of the mind is the same as purity. Also, to be non-moving is sort of like purity. So that's a pure mind? A mind that's not mo bouncing around. Uh, <laughs> the motionless nature of the mind is the same as purity. Careful discrimination is the building block of certainty. There is no other way out except by enlightenment. Yeah, I could say that, that maybe these poem lines of poems are auto-dictated and they're coming from my my guru and I'm not I could say I'm not claiming to have a pure mind. But these were just inspired poems that came through my, came through. <laughs> it's a leak. There was a leak in my third eye, and it leaked through, and I wrote it down. And uh, oh, you're saying it came from the higher planes, and you didn't have a pure mind, but you had pure words that came from out of space. Uh -huh. Oh. Well, you just, well, it's naturally, I think, uh, the Buddha mind, uh, if you have some Buddha mind, you could write poetry like this, so. Yeah, well, Buddha may have written it, so, okay. There's no other way out except by enlightenment. Yeah, well, there probably isn't. Careful discrimination is the building block of certainty. The only alternative is the quagmire. Oh, so you're saying there's only 
two things here, and we're talking about there's no longer a debate. Oh, okay. There's only... Okay, so you don't have a debate about the purpose and meaning of life or nothing like that, or you're not debating during meditation. And you're saying here that there is no other way out except by enlightenment, and the only alternative is the quagmire, okay? So there's two things, and there's no debate. If it doesn't work, then you just give it a retry also. So the only alternative is to retry. The mind's direction can be reversed. Uh, okay, so there's just up and down, and the mind's direction is up or down, uh, and there's no debate. Uh, being a yogi is appropriate. Okay, so you're for yoga. Oh, so everybody in this postmodern time should be a yogi of, sor- of sorts without any debate going on in their head. or, or So basically they won the debate. Is that what happened? And Buddha, Buddha as a yogi won the debate and there's no debate anymore. Yeah, there's no more debate, and there's no debate about which is the best religion and about the purpose of life and whether you should or shouldn't meditate. There's no debate. Also, you're conclusive, I guess. Yeah, okay. Your body, being a yogi is appropriate. Your body, technically, is just stardust or a clump of earth. It only gets life from the God particle, which can be taken out. Oh, you can take it out. Do you really take it out, or does the body just fall off when you die or something? Huh? Or can you take it out? Or is there really a concept of out, or is it in? Huh? Well, I'm not debating whether it's out or in. You know, I'm just talking about a reversal. A poem by David Smith, July 12. Hashtag yoga, hashtag empty, hashtag sit still, hashtag the sublime, hashtag Zen Buddhist, and hashtag reversal. Well, can you read the poem again without the debate? Okay, no longer a debate. Poem. When you meditate, you don't get up to have a debate, but rather to just go into that alternative state. It is more like just traveling. You stop thinking why you're going there. You can be content just being a yogi. It is a matter of having free passage and a third eye active. In postmodern times, man not only practices yoga, but is enlightened. The solution is still not very widespread. With so many people in meditation, the streets have become empty. Reproduction has gone out of fashion. You can obtain mercy or grace by just being persistent eventually. To sit still without a disturbance constitutes the sublime, as would agree a Zen Buddhist. The motionless nature of the mind is the same as purity. Careful discrimination is the building block of certainty. There is no other way out except by enlightenment. The only alternative is the quagmire. If it doesn't work, then you just give it a retry. The mind's direction can be reversed. Uh, Being a yogi is appropriate. Your body technically is just stardust or a clump of earth. It only gets life from the God particle, which can be taken out. Hmm. Yeah, so I ended my debate over what the poem was about, and I just read the poem again. Do you still desire going everywhere? Then why do you have... uh, Sky scanner photo with you're going from New York to everywhere else. Goodness, 
that's what you posted on the next poem. It says, July 11th, 2019, your spiritual birthday. On the blog, you've got uh, New York to everywhere. And the date of the travel is anytime. Yeah, you're searching for happiness. Basically going everywhere at any time. And here it says you could go somewhere in the United States for $78. And you can go to El Salvador for 152 Do you want to go to El Salvador? I don't know what happened here, but I'll read the poem. It happens to be... A... This is an important poem because uh, it is a title, Your Spiritual Birthday. It must be very important. Uh, important. Okay, well, let's see what it says. Of course, I haven't, I haven't read or seen these poems, and I never read them before my reading. Uh, I uh, so let's see what it says. Uh-huh. This is poems read by the author two years after about after they were posted. <laughs> Did you make any progress in those two years? Poem. It is very bourgeoisie to not meditate in the golden age. Yeah, you said we were in postmodern times. Uh, how do you know? Are you in the golden age, or are we supposed to be in it, or what constitutes the golden age? Uh, it is very bourgeoisie to not meditate in the golden age. Okay, those who forget cannot be considered normal. Yeah, it's very abnormal. Those not meditating in, in the morning and probably the evening, are, those not meditating are really abnormal. Okay. Those who forget cannot be considered normal. Negativity is no longer possible given the current population. Yeah, we can't really have uh, coexist together in high population without meditation. Yeah, because um, half of the people have to, because of the high traffic and cars on the road, uh, the ones with an odd license plate have to stay home in meditation one day and they can go out the next. And then the next day, the ones with an even license plate have to stay home in meditation. Okay. So negativity is no longer possible given the current population. It is both too disruptive and not economical. The mind gets loosey-goosey as well as goofy, if not halted regularly. Okay. So you're saying that if you don't stop the mind, it gets loosey-goosey as well as goofy. Yeah, but you sound like you're loosey-goofy and goofy. Uh Yeah, well, well, at least I recognize it and I try to halt it by meditation. Okay. Uh, All right. And I'm talking about (coughs) the golden age, so. It is necessary to have alternative power. A successful brain scan is essential to avoid corruption. Yeah, you have to then, uh, after you've meditated, you go through a scanner and you have to, it's sort of like having a, having a, now we have to have a, 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 a vaccination proof. Uh, you have to have a vaccination pass. But, but in the golden age, you have to have a successful brain scan before you can even go to work showing that you already meditated because uh-huh. it'll pick up they can they have the scanner now did you invent the scanner or did you promote the scanning thing where people or brains are scanned uh, for, to show that they did meditate uh, or meditated long enough <laughs> to to be able to drive their car like yeah you can't the car doesn't start even 
Unless you have a successful brain scan showing that you're stable and the mind had already meditated and you won't have the desire to cut off the other car during in a traffic jam and you know, okay. A successful brain scan is essential to avoid corruption. It can be very damaging to not vertically integrate. In the new divine order, celibacy constitutes the extreme sublime. You can realize instead of think about the truth given enough time. Oh, okay. You can realize instead of think about the truth given enough time. On my spiritual birthday, I have now rearranged my values now for eight years. I put meditation first and put it very early during Amrit Vela. Then I followed it up with exercise and have included reading scriptures. Yeah, are you going to read? You said you were going to. You said you were going to maybe read from the teachings of Buddha. Or you might read uh, some Tibetan Buddhism and stuff. My diet is strictly vegetarian. It has become limited. And did you adopt it more strictly even to veganism? And uh, Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but I saw that you had some, ate yogurt last night, didn't you? So you're not a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I am a vegetarian. <laughs> and I don't very often have milk products anymore. Oh. You rarely, I've seen you rarely eat any cheese. What happened? Uh, well, uh, yeah. I haven't had cheese hardly at all. I never drink alcohol. I indulge in pleasure. Wait a minute. You indulge in pleasure, probably. So why do you say, I never drink alcohol and indulge in pleasure? I know you don't drink alcohol, but don't you indulge in pleasure? I thought that you enjoyed playing tennis and swimming. Uh, Yeah, well... If that's pleasure, maybe I do, yeah, I don't know. I've become extremely rich. Are you extremely rich? Huh. I like to play handball and volleyball and jog around. Yeah, you've been jogging occasionally around the park when there's nobody to play tennis with uh, when they haven't come. I've seen you. I read books and play piano. You're still doing, you're still like the same. You're still reading books and playing the piano, aren't you? Is there anything wrong with that? Or, uh, huh. Well, you're supposed to be a meditation blogger, a lifestyle blogger, and a hacker, and, uh, and, uh, I don't know. Uh, what, what's wrong with reading books and playing the piano? Oh, uh, well, I guess it's okay. It's not as bad as watching TV. <laughs> I try to declutter and simplify to my advantage. Oh, okay, to your advantage. Okay, are you... Is it to your advantage that you're highly decluttered? And did you bring some more books in? Yeah. Yeah, but they're, uh, yeah. I do bring in new books, but then I remove them after a certain time. I write poetry to certify my attention. Is that to certify my attention? I write poetry to certify my attention. My current focus is that which is transcendental. So everything else is secondary, including fixing my piano and learning jazz. Yeah, what happened to that? Well, uh, well, at the date of this 
home, I was concerned of fixing the sticky keys on the piano, and actually I did uh, finally uh, take it for repairs, which I ruminated uh, maybe for a long time to fix the piano. And it didn't cost that much, really. But eventually, you had to take it out and take it to a shop, and uh, it did turn out to be very nice to have non-sticky and non-working keys or fixed so the pianos. Rather than buying a new one, I fixed the keys on my piano. And learning jazz, that's an interesting thing here. You were going to go through these books of learning jazz and self-teach yourself. When are you going to do that? Well, that's why I'm reading my past poems, to see what things I could learn and should focus on from my past ideas. Okay. All right, then why don't you practice your jazz? Uh-huh. Yeah, you could become a jazz pianist, but you've got to practice your scales and chords and uh, read that book and do the exercises. Yeah, you haven't done those. All right, maybe I should. Uh It's very pedantic, pedantic, pedagogical, though. Okay. The purpose of life is to coax your kundalini to go up the sasumna. Wait a minute, I thought that you were in the Surat Shop Yoga and you weren't doing kundalini yoga. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. The purpose of life is to coax your kundalini to go up the sasumna. Yeah, actually, I don't pursue kundalini yoga, but... It's nice if it, if you do some things to be healthy, and it's nice if it goes up on its own. Okay, all right. To celebrate, I could check LaGuardia to everywhere. Yeah, this is where you're. So as a celebration, you're checking, checking. Uh, the flights from LaGuardia to, LaGuardia to everywhere. You want to... This is relevant because you want to travel. Travel again in, in the AC, in the after-coronavirus, in the, in the age of after-coronavirus. And this poem was written in the BC, before coronavirus, so... To celebrate the end of coronavirus, I could check LaGuardia, LaGuardia to everywhere. Why don't you do that? Then? Why don't you go somewhere? You have your vaccination pass, Paso. Yeah, so you could go, uh, go by airplane. Why didn't you? Why do you go by airplane or something? You can take the cosmic step where you move way beyond friends and family and become lost in the heaven. <laughs> yeah, interesting, this advice uh, coming to me. You can take the cosmic step where you move way beyond friends and family and become lost in heaven. Huh. Wow. So this poem is good for you to read, basically. Uh, huh. Because you could consider uh, its advice. Uh, I'm reading the advice from my own poetry on what to do. You can take the cosmic step where you move way beyond friends and family and become lost in heaven. You can ascend into annihilation on purpose. Okay, on purpose, huh, you could go into annihilation on purpose. These are poems of annihilation, and it's interesting because Milana Rumi described uh, his, uh, yeah, are you imitating Milana Rumi in the description of your poems? 
Yeah, Milan Ruby described his poems as poems of annihilation. You can ascend into annihilation on purpose. You can replicate Buddha. You could lower your metabolic age and celebrate your birthdays backwards. I have read Kabir twice, so I no longer have any fear. Kabir has become very expensive, so I don't even buy him. Kabir has become very expensive, so I don't even buy him. Today I played tennis. <laughs> yeah, it's got a lighthearted ending on from a kind of heavy du- duty poem where he was going into annihilation <laughs> on purpose. And, and then he just lightened it up and said, Today I play tennis. <laughs> That's nice. Well, that's a nice way to celebrate your birthday. A poem by David Smith, July 11, 2019. Hashtag golden age, hashtag meditation, hashtag mindfulness, hashtag brain scan, hashtag celibacy, hashtag sublime, hashtag Amrit Vela, hashtag spiritual birthday, hashtag initiation, hashtag exercise. Hashtag scriptures, hashtag vegetarian, hashtag handball, hashtag volleyball, hashtag piano, hashtag tennis, hashtag declutter, hashtag simplify, hashtag jazz, hashtag kundalini, hashtag susumna, hashtag laguardia, hashtag buddha, hashtag kabir. Well, at least you got some nice hashtags on your birthday, Oh, did you self-create those, or did they pop up after Annihilation? Uh, title of the poem is Spiritual Birthday. Hmm. Are you going to make your poetry or podcast monumental? Your blog poems by podcasting them? <laughs> Or you're gonna go to Monument Valley. Uh-huh. I thought you were gonna go to Monument Valley. Out west, uh, the Southwest. You haven't been to the Southwest. Uh-huh. Yeah, I haven't, have I? Uh-huh. Have you ever been to Arizona? Uh-huh. Uh, this one is uh, July 10th, now that my spiritual birthday is over. Well, this is supposed to be for your spiritual birthday. You're going backwards in your poems on Bapalag. It is it monumental? It is monumental poem. Sitting in the position with your attention fixed uh, is like being at four corners. <laughs> now you'll have to go to four corners and you have to get a photo to go with this poem. <laughs> I don't even see a photo, so that's your mission. Do you have a mission, a purpose, a raison d'etre? To go to Monument Valley or Four Corners? Well, yeah, what is the Four Corners? Is it like, uh, I thought it was like New Mexico, Arizona, and uh, is it like Utah and Colorado or? Yeah, where is that? <laughs> well, look it up, okay. It is monumental, especially if it is habitual. Oh, you're talking about the sitting position with your fiction attention fixed. Uh, like being at the four corners. Uh-huh. Is that in your body? or? It is monumental, especially if it is habitual. Okay, so it's better if it's habitual. Fixing the gaze within is like being a dedicated pilgrim. It is sort of like holding a marvelous pearl. The opening of the third eye is sort of like becoming functional. (laughs) Yeah, how do you become functional? 
Seems like my dream in life was just to become functional. Yeah, there's... Yeah, if you're a life hacker or a lifestyle blogger, it seems you're seeking to become functional. The opening of the third eye is sort of like becoming functional. If you put in the effort that you typically do occasionally, now daily, you can begin to concentrate. At age 61.8, it is not too late. Oh. Why 61.8? Hmm, it's not too late at that point. Oh, so you can still uh, meditate when you get old and stuff, or not too old. Okay. Yeah, if you wait till like 89, uh, or uh, what's another Fibonacci number? Why, is that a Fibonacci number? Ha <laughs> ha. Well, as a poet, you just obsess over symbols and stuff, so you, you make it up if it sound, if it rhymes. Uh-huh. At age 61.8, it is not too late. You can restore your youth and obtain a proof. Yeah, you could obtain a proof and restore your youth. Wow. Is that proof in the existence of God? Uh-huh. Well, actually, you can get the proof of the existence of the light and sound current. Is that proof of God? You can restore your youth and obtain a proof. Your new adventure can be right within you. You can clear your mind and declutter your home. Also, you're saying when you go visit the four corners that... You can still, still must realize that uh, the adventure can be right within you. Okay, so while you're there in the campground or the hotel, you'll in the morning or out in the desert somewhere, and med- you'll go into meditation and find the vent- adventure right within you. You can clear your mind. And declutter your home. You can be ready for death instead of lose like the rest. <laughs> oh, you can be ready for death instead of lost like the rest. Oh, most people are lost in life. Yeah, a lot of people are lost. I don't know what to do. Well, they could just watch television and watch the news and watch like the floods in Europe or and if they could just remain lost. Hey, that's mean. Well, they could read Davy Gravy's poetry on the blog or listen to podcasts. Or they could listen to the Master's broadcast. They could read the Master's books. Uh-huh. Or read scriptures and meditate. What if they don't know how to meditate? Okay, well, they can. There's lots of bloggers out there who might, uh, or podcasters who might try to tell them how to meditate. (laughs) You can go to the 10th door as your main office. Okay. What if meeting God was by appointment? Would you keep it? Oh, okay. You wonder if these people, if they had an appointment, Do they even show up? It could be at 8, 7 p.m. or 5 a.m. All right, so if you had an appointment at 5 a.m. or 3 a.m., would you keep the appointment? Eh? Doing Simran is similar to singing a hymn. Okay. These psalm questions can be answered by paying attention. You also have to pay attention. The beauty of regular practice is you can reach critical mass where you can say open sesame or sesame open. The beauty of regular practice is you can reach critical mass where you can say sesame open. By being sufficiently transcendental, you can overcome being too physical. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you would become very physical with your 
tennis games and you're and you're swimming and what's that all about? Are you more physical than transcendental? <laughs> well uh, well well at least my legs will cross without complaining. Okay. What am I to do about that? Didn't you go play tennis yesterday in the morning and then swim in the pool and then play tennis again in the evening? Well, that's summer hours, you know, so... It didn't seem that that appealing to go into indoors to the library or something. That much... uh, to be indoors uh, in the summertime, so. Yeah, well, why don't you meditate outdoors? I know you mostly meditate indoors. Okay, well, there's a lot of mosquitoes. (laughs) Okay, so you're afraid of a little mosquito. You're a real coward, I guess. Okay. If you sit cross-legged and not move so much, you can realize your true potential. Your God can just be being quiet. Oh, okay. So God can just be being quiet. Too much activity disturbs the prana. It might be better just to be settled. But you don't seem to be bothered by sports like tennis or swimming or exercise, doesn't that doesn't disturb your prana or it's not too much activity? No, that kind doesn't seem to me the activities is uh, greed and lust and searching around and driving the car to the mall and uh, yeah, that disturbs your prana apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mostly it's watching television and going to the mall shopping. Okay. All right. It's not tennis and swimming. Okay. Too much activity disturbs the prana. It might be better just to be settled. (laughs) Poem by David Smith, NYC, July 10. And it has Monument Valley. Hashtag, hashtag Monument Valley. Hashtag Golden Mean. Yeah, I guess the 61.8 is the Golden Mean or something. Uh, yeah, well, is that really that significant? Just because you chopped your life in half. Not half, but in, at the Golden Mean. Yeah, but that implies you're living to 100, which is rather presumptive on your part. Uh, hashtag meditation. Yeah, the, the gods could be angry if I say that 61.8 is my golden mean when it's not. Okay. It may not be. Uh-oh. Then you need to be ready for death instead of lost like the rest. <laughs> All right, so this poem was monumental, and it's going to going to the four corners. So. Are you going to Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico, huh? just to get a photo for this poem? Huh? Yes. Uh, okay. Are you going to meditate outside? Yeah, there's no mosquitoes in the desert, so okay. And it will be monumental. It is monumental. (laughs) When you go to the airport, when you're going to Monument Valley, do you have pre-cleared status? Or do you even have a vaccination uh, proof or a, a vaccination passport? Do you have a passport? Or are you pre-cleared? Pre-clear for what? Oh, you said for the passageway through your third eye to death. Oh, okay, whatever. I don't know what this poem's about. It's July 8, 2019. It says, pre-cleared status poem. When you are a long-term practitioner, you can develop pre-cleared status and simply be there instantly instead of having to warm up.
Okay. So why don't you just go to Monument Valley instantly? Well, I'm not actually that. Uh, I'm trying to develop a pre-cleared status. There may be no waiting. In fact, it might be that God is waiting. Yeah, what if God was waiting for me? (laughs) What you can do is pre-pray. Now he's pre-praying. Why don't you just pray instead of worrying about pre-praying? What can you do? What you can do is pre-pray and then simply pick up the answer. (laughs) You can preoccupy the brain with Simran. So now you're going to preoccupy the brain with Simran. Then sit cross-legged to pick up the reply. This is very similar to being transcendental. Okay, that seems like it might be. Uh, huh. All you have to do is do like Simran or something to be transcendental. Yeah, it doesn't seem very hard. Uh, <laughs> In the morning cool air, you can be very gentle. Yeah, it's a matter of just being gentle. Some people are just so, like, rough. They live rough lives. They just need to be more gentle. In the morning, you can be more very gentle. When you get old, it is like every morning is a satsang. Yeah, like you've been having satsang basically by yourself every day, every morning. Yeah, yeah. I do uh, do my readings. I read. I've been reading scriptures and things, and having my formal uh, satsang sittings by myself. Okay. Is that because you can't schedule others, or or they're very rare, or they just don't get up, or do you don't know anybody, or don't have any friends, or? You don't have any friends that get up at 3 a.m. in the morning or 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. Or it's just not convenient. And you said that you're following the mystical, that your religion is the path of convenience. (laughs) So this is just convenient to you, I guess. (laughs) You followed a convenient path of mysticism where you sit alone in the morning and have your own satsang. Is that where you, like, read the Rouhani satsang, USA.com, or maybe listen to the Gurbani channel, or or read a Buddhist book, or, or... Yeah, I've read all kinds of books. When you get old, it is very, it's like every morning is a satsang. You do not need a brain scan to find relief from pain. The presence of the sun current can make you more conscious. Yeah, usually if you have a pain, I've, I've tried to pre, pre-cure, pre-cure my pains or... Uh, I pre-pray that uh, of the pains in the future are pre-cured. Oh, I see. So you're uh, meditating to obtain relief from your pain that may occur in the future. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The presence of the sound current can make you more conscious. If you quiet the activities of the mind, you might progress in time. To be reborn again, first you have to be dead. Okay. So people want to be reborn again, but why don't they then first become dead by sitting in meditation like a dead tree stump? (laughs) Hmm. Also, to be reborn again, you have to sit still like you're dead. Yeah. This can be reproduced daily. Then do this every day. Die daily like St. Paul. I die daily. Yeah, what what, what chapter and verse is that of the Bible? Well, 
And when are you going to read the Bible in your morning satsang? Well, yeah, a lot of people might complain that I haven't read the Bible enough in my satsang or podcast. So when are you going to get a King James Bible or a new King James Bible and read it? Okay. God. Well, maybe I will. So, yeah, you've already passed 61.8 and haven't uh, read, uh, you haven't read the New Testament through in quite a long time. Okay. Or you haven't read Genesis or the Old Testament. Uh, Okay. God, why do I have to be chastised over this stuff? (laughs) To be reborn again, first you have to be dead. This can be reproduced daily. This can could be your manufacturing, as in a quote, man adhering to the new facts again, unquote. Uh oh. Okay. Paying close attention to the present can be your future. You can gain your freedom by traveling close to the event horizon. The attainment of wisdom may just be learning appropriateness of action. Hmm. When to do what? When? Okay, you said... Sorry, I don't have an answer for that. Oh, goodness, who asked her? That was Miss A. God... She, she's been learning my, she's, Miss A has been learning my uh, poetry, I guess. So. I've told her to memorize all of the poetry and the entire blog of Davy Gravy. Yeah, can she be taught that? Or has she attained wisdom? But she hasn't learned appropriateness of action like she interrupted my podcast. Uh, Yeah. To be a Taoist, you start with the Tao, Tao or Tao, principally at the eyebrow. (laughs) That's cute. To be a Taoist, Taoist, you start with the Tao, principally at the eyebrow. Home by David Smith, July 8th. 2019. Hashtag Taoism. Taoism. T A O I S M. Hashtag Yeah, why you're trying? Why don't you get that pre-cleared status and maybe apply for it at the airport? So you could be a real. You claim to be like uh, the some sort of elitist or lives by LaGuardia Airport, so you can, you've bragged about being able to walk to the airport and back, you know. Are you that close to the airport? Then why don't you get pre-cleared status? Okay. Huh. I should, maybe. There's a lot of things I should do. Do. Hmm. All right, then do it. All right. 